Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for healers, coaches, and changemakers who are seeking answers, hungry for impact, and open to possibilities. Join us for casual and epic conversations for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of unity consciousness and quantum numerology. The key to claiming your personal power, activating your purpose, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited for Rebel Radio to return for yet another epic conversation with my new friend, Donna Ferris. Welcome to the show, Donna. I'm so grateful you're here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's just an honor to be with you. Thank you. I'm really excited to dive in today. And before we went live, as always, I shared a little bit of your numerology with you. And I'm really curious what stood out to you about what I shared or what's something that really kind of made you go, huh? You know, what I liked about it is, is it was, I related very much to what you said. You know, I think it, it followed my path quite a bit. And I, I, I think, you know, we were probably going to talk more about the universe and so forth later, but I think I'm always... I'm never surprised, but reassured by all these different points that that come back to us through different modalities, right? So through horoscopes, through numerology, through psychic uh, interactions with the masters and angels, et cetera. I'm always just, you know, reassured that I'm not alone and that um, my path makes sense. I, it just It's just very helpful. So thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, I love that so much. I've always said that about numerology, you know, it's permission slip to be you, but it's also this like connection and conversation with God, source, universe, whatever label you want to give that. So I exactly. love that. Yeah. Exactly. I think it's just reassuring. You know, <laughs> it's just another data point to say, okay, well, wait a minute. Uh, it is making sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're not here just willy-nilly. It's not chaos. It's all as, as it's designed. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And I do think that you had more comments about me being more in my head, which I think um, or, you know, innately, that would be where I would reside. And I think I've always known that. I think I was attracted to yoga, um, as we, we talked a little bit about, you know, I'm a yoga teacher, yoga therapist now, but I was attracted to it because I liked the, um, the philosophy. You know, it was, it, there was a spiritual philosophy that I liked, and I really, all I ever wanted to do was hear about that. And the, the body part was secondary, but the body part was what I needed. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the connection to the body, which you brought up. So I thought that was a really um, insightful uh, comment. I love that. Beautiful. So what would you say is Donna's inner genius or magic? You know, I, th I think that my skill is, is, and this is something that's born over time. And I think it's, you know, partially from being a child of abuse and having to, um, I wasn't allowed to speak a lot, but I had to figure out the way to turn the room into a positive thing. You know, I had a, I, it was, it was all kind of a, uh, you know, self keeping myself from being hurt. Right. Um, and I think that I have developed a skill to be able to look at a room and say, okay, this is the thing I need to say to help the situation. Um, I've been able to turn it into a positive. It's really, you know, helped me a lot through my career and certainly helps me in interactions today. So um, I think I've gotten quieter. You know, I used to be talking, 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 talking all the time. Mm -hmm. I, I now I think with the, the 
meditation and, and introspection realized, and actually stopping drinking, I realized how much of an introvert I really am. And mm -hmm. so what happens now is I'm quieter in conversations. You know, I let other people take the leads, but I look for my spot. And I think that's, that's, that's probably my one skill. And it, and, and like I noted, I think it may be something I already had, but I certainly was born of years of, you know, of learning uh, how to do that uh, for mm -hmm. my own safety. Yeah, I love that so much. And, you know, as you're as you're sharing a little bit of your story and pieces of your story, and we're going to get into that a little bit more. But what I love with when I ask this question of people is that your skill or your genius unlocks through your trauma. And as you get older and wiser and you learn about life. And I think that's really important when it comes to, you know, the law of divine timing, it unlocks as we get wiser and we yeah. understand and we come into an acceptance of our life path. I, I just love that so much. Me too. I think it's a big part of, I call it the master class is being able to look at difficulty as an opportunity. And I don't say that without um, a ton of background in it and still struggling with it. Mm -hmm. I, I consistently struggle with it. I don't think we ever get uh, to be great at this. I think we get better at it. We recognize the problem quicker. We might recognize a solution quicker, but we, we never get, I mean, we, we still, we, you know, respond with our reptilian brain, right? So I think you, you just, you do the best you can with, with it, but it, the more that you can turn it into an opportunity and into a growing experience that makes you better, the, you know, the healthier you'll, you'll be in the end. Yeah. It's faster you interrupt it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love yeah. it. So what lights you up the most in life? I think it's, and I wouldn't have said this, I think before writing a book and, and getting it out. Uh, I think it's when people read the book and then they connect, they find the things mm -hmm. that are um, you know, that are helpful to their particular journey. I, I, and, and they pull out different things. I think that's not something that's been incredibly helpful to me. I, and then also I've been doing a lot of workshops. And so again, sharing the tools that I learned through, you know, this, this journey I went on, um, has been really, uh, a thing that lights me up too. And, and, and it's, and I've always had a bit of, um, and I present for a living and so forth, but I've always had a bit of social anxiety. And I did this, uh, the workshops I've been doing and the workshop I just did at Kripalu, actually, I didn't have any social anxiety. It didn't feel like work, you know? So I think that is that is something that I'm I'm doing more of uh, out of this book. And, and it is definitely what lights me up. Um, and it's a different, it's not a helping other people. I think that, I think it's important to note that like, I don't think I help other people. I think I, I'm, I'm giving them tools so they can help themselves. I think people already know what they need. Yeah. Um, they, I, I just give them the space and, uh, you know, examples of what I went through and things that worked for me and then mm -hmm. say, hey, take what you want, you know, re reject what doesn't work. But, yeah. um, but, but some, some transformation seems to happen and, and, and that is, that definitely lights me up. Oh, I love that so much. And I love that you pointed out, you know, you're not helping people, you're helping people help themselves. That's right. They know the answers. I mean, as I start off every workshop, you know, the answer. Yep. You, you know, the answer. I mean, and when, when we get done, you're probably going to write them down. Yeah. But in, you know, right now, you're, you know, for whatever reason, you're just not connecting with that answer. Yeah. Or you don't feel confident. A lot of it's confidence. A lot of it's just, I don't think I can do this. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So. So good. So well, how do you define unity consciousness? 
Oh, I love this. I, I, um, I, I, of course, was looking at at your uh, your questions of this and answers of this. I think for me, we we alluded a little bit in the front in in that this idea that we are so connected in so many surprising and interesting ways. Um, as I've been on this journey of of yoga and uh, philosophy and Reiki and you know I've been doing psychic work and so forth, I I've really gotten stronger in some of these connections so you know those moments where you think of something and or think of somebody and they and they you know call you or text you or send you an email like those connections i think i think i'm just more and more aware of how connected we really are and how much of it is not spoken in energy um even down to a zoom call where the zoom goes off goes wacky because someone's emotional right i think I just think that that that's how I see it. I think we are so incredibly connected that energy is is a life force that we are under uh, utilizing and under recognizing. Um, and those of us that do, um, you know, should be sharing that with with anybody that will listen and not roll their eyes. I, I think that's how I feel about it. And that's why Rebel Radio exists. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I and and you know, in the start of my journey in in the book, I it starts out with me calling all of this hooey and woo woo, you know, and um, you know, by the end of the book, I'm you know believing some that my uh, someone I lost is is talking to me through a windmill. I mean, it's, you know, it, it couldn't be any more different than, <laughs> than when I began. So, and I'm blessed by that. I mean, I, last night I, uh, I had a, quite a day and um, my husband said to me, you know, let's go uh, check out, uh, I live uh, in the Outer Banks and check out the sound, which is the, the waterway between the mainland and the islands. And, um, you know, it's foggy and I'm like, I don't really feel like doing this, but I did. And we go out and it was spooky and mystical and foggy. And then suddenly this heron comes in and oh, flies in. Yeah. Huh? I yeah. Saw your about that. yeah. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. So one flew in and then we had another one. So we had two. I've never seen two in that in that inlet. And then even though what was funny about it is that the one guy uh, flew away because we started to walk around trying to get pictures, of course. And then the second guy, though, knew that we wanted a picture. And so he walks. He flew in, flew onto the dock. So there's this long picture of the dock you saw. And then he sat and he stood right in the middle of the dock so we could take pictures. It was unbelievable. It was like, I want you to know I'm here. And uh, herons as an animal spirit, um, as I wrote in the, the post, is uh, is really harboring, you know, a, a big change. They, they're basically saying that, you know, you're, you're moving from one ending of one uh, period to another. And then it talks about confidence like transformation confidence all these different things um that i did need to hear you know i needed those things and i and i am going through a period of change and it it, it was just you know you, you you just can't make these things up you know <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i love that so much um i'm going to apologize to our audience right now i've got these two little fur oh babies my gosh they're so beautiful little jupiter and mars <laughs> Aww, they haven't figured out that there are times when mom's working so they're crawling all over me <laughs> <laughs> they're adorable they are they're pretty cute they're little oh, fuzzballs wow. All right. So moving on, I want to know what kind of rituals or habits that you have in place for yourself in order to stay devoted to this concept of unity consciousness. I, I mean, I know yoga is one of them, but what else do you do that helps you stay connected? Yeah, I, I do an Oracle card every morning. So I think that's that's a big one. I mean, I 
Um, so every morning I, I meditate and uh, and every night actually before I go to bed, I, I meditate too. I think I think the meditation in the morning is really important and I, I, I highly recommend it. Many people do the morning, but they don't do the afternoon, the evening. I think the evening is as important before bed because it sets you up to sleep well. And then, you know, that that really sets you up for all the, you know, regenerative um uh, restorative uh, efforts that happen with your body overnight. Um, but anyway, but in the morning, every morning I, I meditate, I uh, read something, uh, a daily devotion by Melody Beatty right now, but it can be anybody. It's been Pema Chodron, it's been uh, Sharon Salzberg. And then, um, and then I do, I pull an Oracle card every day. You know, if there's something's really big happening, then I'll, you know, I'll do a real spread, but I, I, I pull one every day and it is amazing how they apply. I mean, I, I you know, that is, and that is how I know I kind of reaffirm, this thing every day and then i usually write a little bit too i mean i the, the oracle card usually you know causes writing and so i i write down the oracle card you know message and then i continue to write from there Beautiful. i love yeah. that i love that yeah. so let's speaking of writing let's talk about the book i've got a oh, copy sure. of it right in front of me so thank you for this gift oh, uh you. i love the book we've got to stop meeting like this a memoir of missed connections so tell us about the book what inspired it What's it about? Share your passion behind the book. Absolutely. So the book is about three years of my life where I um, discovered my husband was cheating on me uh, about five minutes after I started yoga teacher training. So I was going through this midlife crisis of sorts. My daughter was, my oldest daughter was about to go off to college. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I was busy. As we talked before, I was, you know, I had material things, all these things, but I was incredibly unhappy. So I decided to take yoga teacher training. And then almost immediately afterwards, I find out my husband's cheating on me and I have to decide what to do with that. Um, so I go, this sends me on this, you know, this journey. Um, and I think that that's going to be the worst thing that happens to me. But of course, what happens, you know, when you, when you, when you think that, um, and so initially I thought I was going to write a book about meeting this wonderful man that I met and, um, this, you know, this quirky little rom-com of my life. Uh, and it was a way for me to kind of get through divorce and also really process the things I was learning in yoga teacher training. Mm -hmm. Then everything kind of fell apart. So I lost, um, someone I loved, I lost my mother, and then I was not in a good place at all. So I had to write my way out of grief. So, mm -hmm. so the book really is, is, is that it's, it's this exploration and what I learned about, you know, processing loss and change and thriving through it, as opposed to kind of getting stuck. I mean, I have, you know, I have a lot of uh, really examples of people getting stuck. And then I was determined not to do that because I couldn't. <laughs> I had kid, I had two kids. I was a single mom. You know, I had to, ended up with two dogs along the way. I adopted two dogs. And, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't fall apart um, for a long time. I could fall apart for a little bit, but then I had to, you know, I had to move on. So mm -hmm. the, the title of it, We've Got to Stop Meeting Like This, is really me pushing back on the world and saying, I can't really deal with you anymore. I've got, to, you've got to stop doing this to me. Um, and then of course, you know, that's not how things work and the resistance is actually the pain and the suffering. And, and so that's really the theme of the book is, is how to change your mindset and, and get to the point where, you know, you're like the Dalai Lama, you know, what do you do when you're upset? And he's like, what's upset? I mean, like, that's, that's kind of what we're thinking here is, is because we've got to get there, you know, yeah. we've got to get to the point where we're, you know, I always think of it kind of like you're, you're standing on this solid platform while everything else is going around you but you have to stay solid um 
and again, I, I'm not saying that that's simple, but but that but that's the book. That I mean, that's the book. And I and I've done. I'm writing another book, um, a nonfiction book that's managing change with grace, which is what my workshops um, tend to be around. Uh, and then I'm I'm writing a mystery novel too, which has similar themes. It has grief themes in it. Um, you know, different ways people are dealing with grief around um, you know a funny rom com kind of mystery idea. But just trying to share the themes a lot of different ways uh, because not everybody accesses these things the same way. Yeah, I love that you're using this in different genres and getting the message out there in different ways. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, thank you. So how do you stay in integrity? And integrity is this funny little word that we think mm. it means doing what everybody, what we told everybody else we would do. How do you stay aligned and in integrity to your own dreams when there's all this outside noise happening? It's a really good question. And I think I'm doing a, a workshop on, called Managing Uncertainty. And I think it's a really key part of going through difficult times is to know your life purpose. I think it's really important mm -hmm. to center in on what that is. And it's not that it can't change, but I think these periods define that. Because this is where you say, I'm not going to let this happen to somebody else. I'm going to share my, my journey so somebody else can benefit from it. I'm going to create a foundation. How many people have done that? I mean, I think I think this is the place where, where we want to really dial into the life purpose. And I think my, my I think that daily meditation practice of of having that to do list of things, the things that really matter to me. And and I actually um, I re I reconnect to this um, at least annually. Mm -hmm. You know, do kind of a create your life. What what do I want my life to be? And I reassess at the end of every year. I think that's been a really important part and and in because because sometimes in the middle of the year you can say okay well everything's kind of going uh you know to hell on a handbasket and <laughs> you know what am i going to do and i kind of go okay wait a minute this is a temporary thing if i feel the same way at the end of the year then i probably need to make some changes because at the end of the year you're a little calmer things are quieter it's the holidays you know you can kind of find yourself again um and i think that's been a really good practice to kind of always look at it at the end of the year and see where i'm at yeah, I love the reassessment, right? Of always just checking in and is this still what I want, first of yes. all? And then, you know, what have I done towards it and what have I not done towards it and how can I improve upon that? I love that. Yeah. And I think I think it's really important to say um too that there's many times where I go, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. No. <laughs> I mean, or why, you know, why am I doing, like, why am I doing this? Like, yeah. I think, you know, you said that this is, this is a big passion project for you, but it's a lot of work to do a podcast, you know, to do the things that, that we're doing, you know, in terms of content creators is a big deal. You know, that, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to put my newsletter together. It is, you know, it is only a 700 word blog that I, that I commit to, but it's a lot. And in addition to all the other things I'm doing. But, you know, you just have to constantly say that this is what I want to do and recommit to it and then reevaluate if it's not right. But so I just want everybody to know that I constantly question whether I'm doing everything and what, you know, is it worth it and blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, then you get something from somebody that says that that it, it impacted them. Um, and you're like, OK, just at the time where you're like ready to kind of throw it all out, um, you know, the universe uh, serves so that that's helpful. Oh, I love that so much. What would you say is one truth, just one, that you wish every entrepreneur knew? Uh, it's going to be a lot harder than you think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good.
get straight to the point. It's just going to be harder than you think it is. Yeah, I think I think that the, we all think that it's going to be easy and that we're going to be different somehow. And maybe that will be the case. Um, but I but I've had like with with authors, I, I've had people say um, I've heard say that, look, be grateful that your first book is not like a, a, you know, a runaway bestseller because then you only are up here. And I'm like, well, that's a great way to, set, to put, look at it, I guess. But um, I think it's important to say that. I think it's important to say that it's okay that, um, you know, you make the connections that you make with, with what you put out um, and, and know that the only thing holding you back is yourself. Uh, I think, that, and, and no one owes, I guess the other one is no one owes you, owes you anything. I, I think that's a point, a point that we all kind of get into, right? Why isn't this working? Why didn't so-and-so show up for me? Blah, 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 blah. No one owes you anything. No, no bookstore owes you anything. Amazon doesn't owe you anything. You know, podcasters don't owe you anything. No one owes you anything. You have to show your value and what you bring to everyone um, because we're busy and, and you have to, you have to make an impact. So I think that's important too. So I gave you more than one. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, everybody does. Nobody can keep it to one. So no <laughs> oh my God. Donna, thank you so much for being on the show today. I have loved this conversation, the refreshing questions that we're asking. And I just want to thank you so much for being on the show today. But as always, we end with one last question. Oh, what do you dream of for the world? Um, I I would love if everyone could experience self-love. I think that is, I've doing workshops. Um, I think the self-love ones have been the lowest attended. I think you know if you put self-love in the title, everybody goes. Eh. Um, I really wish people would 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 key into that concept. It would change the world if we all could learn to love ourselves as much as we can. Mm. Um, so I think that that's what I would wish for the world is everybody kind of would would take care of themselves as well as they take care of everybody else they love. Yes, please. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and wish to expand the message of unity consciousness, please share this episode, leave a review, and of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information in your own life and business, check out our website or contact us for more information. It is time for us all to seize our personal power, come into unity, and create massive impact together. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.